King Victor wants to find a perfect husband for his daughter, Princess Jessica. That's why he offered Arthur, who wants to propose to Jessica, this simple game. He gave the guy 50 gold coins, 50 silver coins, and two empty bowls. Then the king said, Put these 100 coins into these two bowls. You can divide them any way you like, as long as you use all the coins. Then I will blindfold you and move the bowls around. After that, you can choose one bowl and pull one coin out of it. If the coin is gold, you will marry my daughter. But if the coin is silver, you'll spend the rest of your life in jail. Can you help Arthur raise his chances to marry Jessica? He should place one gold coin in one bowl and the rest of the coins in the other bowl. This way, he'll begin with a 50-50 chance of choosing the bowl with the gold coin. But even if he chooses the other bowl, he'll still have almost a 50-50 chance of picking one of the 49 gold coins. So this strategy will give him a 2-3 chance of getting engaged with Jessica. Josh is at his first job interview. The interviewer, Nancy, decided to check his logical thinking and offered him this task. You have a large tank of water and three buckets, with a capacity of 4, 8, and 10 gallons respectively. You have to measure three gallons of water precisely using these buckets. How will you do it? Can you help Josh pass this test? It's impossible. The interviewer asked Josh to measure three gallons, which is an odd number. But she offered Josh the buckets that only fit an even number of gallons, 4, 8, and 10. So he can't be precise in his measurements. There was a doctor with curly hair who lived on Fifth Avenue. One day, the doctor's brother got married. What's the family relationship between the doctor and the groom? Keep in mind that brother is not the answer you need. The doctor with curly hair is the sister of the man who got married. Jim met this pretty woman in his favorite park. After having a pleasant conversation with her, he asked, What's your name? She told him that her name was hidden on the license plate of her car. Here it is, WV733N. Can you figure out the woman's name? Look at the symbols upside down. The lady's name is Neelam. A kind-looking elderly woman came up to Mia in a restaurant. The woman said, You look exactly like my younger daughter. We argued and haven't been speaking for many years. Could you do me a favor and say goodbye, mother, with a smile on your face when I leave? Mia felt very sorry for the poor woman and agreed. So she said, Goodbye, mother when the old woman left. Soon after that, oh, no. Mia got the biggest shock of her life. Can you guess what happened? A waiter approached Mia and gave her the elderly woman's bill. The woman had assured the waiter that her daughter would pay for her meal. Oh, no. 
Nancy took Josh to the office kitchen. Can you see anything weird on the table? Take a look at the electric kettle. Min and Max are on the opposite sides. Look at this cute little rabbit rotating the gear. Can you predict which mark the arrow will point at? Number one or number two? The second. The gears in direct contact will always rotate in opposite directions. There are 40 elephants, and they have 44 heads. How can this be possible? It's a play on words. The 40 elephants have 44 heads. Get it? Kate and Pam are liars. They both lie on specific days. Pam lies on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. She speaks the truth the rest of the time. And Kate lies on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. As for all other days, she speaks only the truth. Can you figure out that one day of the week when both Kate and Pam can say, Tomorrow, I'll lie. It's Thursday. Let's suppose that any girl is telling the truth when she says, Tomorrow, I'll lie. She will have to keep her promise and lie the next day. But if her statement was false, then she'd have to speak the truth the next day. Anyway, in each case, the girls will have to change their behavior the next day. Now, it's pretty clear that Kate can only say that on Thursday or Sunday. And Pam can say that on Monday or Thursday. So, the only day which fits the conditions of the riddle is Thursday. I'm huge on Sunday and Saturday. I'm small from Tuesday to Thursday. I don't exist on Monday and Friday. What am I? The letter S. Mike is a famous treasure hunter. He is stuck in a cave with four doors. Unfortunately, each door hides some serious danger. The room behind the first one is filled with ice. Anyone who enters it gets frozen in seconds. There are two hungry sharks waiting behind the second door. The third door opens to a room filled with the world's most poisonous gas. And the fourth door leads to a room filled with giant magnifying lenses that increase the heat from the sun. Anyone and anything that enters gets burned in no time. Uh -oh. Can you help Mike escape? He can get away through the fourth door at night when the sun goes down. Bobby needs to crack a secret code using the following clues. One of the numbers is correct and is placed in the right place. Nothing is correct. Two numbers are correct, but not in the needed position. One number is what we need, but it's not in the correct position. One number is okay, but not put in its right place. Uh -oh. Have you figured it out?
Let's begin with statement 2. We can exclude 0, 3, and 2 from the final code. Now, according to statement 3, we can conclude that numbers 1 and 8 are correct. Statements 1 and 4 help us to learn that 9 is in the final code, and it comes third. Now it's time to identify the right places for 1 and 8. Let's take a look at statements 3 and 5. 8 can't go third because this place is already occupied by 9, and it can't go first because it contradicts the third condition. So, the correct code is 819. Take a look at these matchsticks. There are five identical squares. Can you form six identical squares by moving just three matchsticks? Keep in mind that you're not allowed to let them overlap or break the matchsticks. Here's the way. Take these three matchsticks at the bottom and place them vertically in the center of the squares in the middle row. Voila! Now you have six identical squares. Several robbers locked Fred in a room. The room is almost empty. There's a piano with notes, a calendar, and a waterbed. The room is locked from the outside. Can you guess what Fred ate and drank and how he escaped from the room? To crack this riddle, you definitely need to think outside the box. Fred ate the dates on the calendar, got water from the waterbed, and used a piano key to escape. Fiona can eat 27 chocolates in an hour. Alex can eat 2 chocolates in 10 minutes. And Kitty can eat 7 chocolates in 20 minutes. How long will it take them all to eat a large box of 120 chocolates? Two hours. In one hour, Fiona eats 27 chocolates, Alex eats 12, and Kitty eats 21. The total is 60 chocolates. Therefore, it would take them all two hours to eat all 120 chocolates. I'm soft and cuddly, which soothes yeah. your heart. But if you pick my last name, uh -oh. I'm gonna tear you apart. What am I? I'm a teddy bear. There are two sand hourglasses. The small one can measure five hours, and the large one can measure seven hours. How can we measure 16 hours with the help of two hourglasses running together? First of all, start both hourglasses at the same time. Five hours later, Flip over the small hourglass. Then wait for two hours and flip over the large hourglass as soon as it finishes its first seven-hour cycle. When the small hourglass finishes the second cycle, this will mean that ten hours have passed. At this point, the large hourglass will have been running for three hours. So now, you should flip over both the small and large hourglasses. This way, you'll make the large hourglass run for three hours. When the large hourglass finishes its three-hour cycle, this will mean that 13 hours have passed. Now, flip both the small and large hourglasses over again. When the small hourglass runs out of sand, 
it will mark another three hours. You've just measured 16 hours, and the mission is accomplished. Can you guess which color should be added to the top of this tree? The number of letters and the names of these colors gets reduced by one in every next row. Scarlet is made up of seven letters. Orange and yellow have six letters. Green, brown, and black contain five letters. Gray and blue have just four. So, the missing color should be made up of three letters. For example, red. Amy entered her favorite fast food place to get some fries. She saw these four people inside. Can you tell who's not poor? The first lady has a fake Gucci bag. This gentleman has a patch on his jacket. The third woman has threads sticking out of her suit. And the fourth guy has a bunch of expensive gadgets. So he's definitely not poor. Take a look at these matchsticks. Can you find a way to make three squares by moving just four matchsticks? Here's the right way. The accountant says, The attorney is my brother! But the attorney claims he doesn't have a brother. Who's lying? Neither. The accountant is his sister. During a visit to an antique store, Rachel found a peculiar piece of gold. It turned out that the man who brought it to the shop mentioned it had once belonged to a pirate named Captain Benedict Jameson. He said he had hidden the rest of his treasures on an island. The map was hidden inside a cave that was located on a beach on the same island, but no one has managed to find the treasure yet. Rachel was intrigued, so she called her friend Jeremy and convinced him to set sail there to search for this treasure. After weeks of sailing, they arrived at the island and looked for the cave first. Can you spot it? Here it is. Three different paths within the cave led to the map. Which one should they choose? Notice the blinking eyes of a wild animal waiting for its prey in the shadows of the second path? There is a rather large spider web blocking the third path. That must only mean there's a large spider that made it. So, the safest option is the first path. They arrived at the end of the cave and found three wooden boxes. Each had a different map on it. Only one map will lead them to the treasure. Which map should they choose? The area that the first map shows is surrounded by trees. The second map shows an area surrounded by the ocean. 
the area on the third map is surrounded by mountains. So, since they're on an island, they should choose the second map. On the back of the treasure map, they found a message written by Captain Benedict himself. Congratulations, traveler. You've picked the correct map. Now you're a step closer to finding the rest of my wealth. But I warn you, the journey ahead won't be simple. You'll have to solve every riddle that I have for you. And only then will you be able to find my treasure. According to the map, they had to enter the forest. Captain Benedict left another riddle on the map about it. My friend will accompany you from here on, but first, you have to find the tree that it lives on. Look for a fruitful palm tree. If you try to bite the fruit I'm talking about, you'll break your teeth, I guarantee. Take a look around. Which tree do you think that the captain is talking about? Some of these trees don't have any fruit at all, so none of them can be the tree the captain mentioned. These trees have bananas on them, but you won't break your teeth if you eat bananas. Then it must be this tree with coconuts, because you'll definitely break your teeth if you try to bite a coconut. When they got closer to the tree, they noticed an engraving on it. It said, Look up and find my friend Jonathan the monkey. Take him with you on your journey, because he knows where I hid the key. Then Rachel and Jeremy looked up and saw three monkeys. Which monkey do you think Jonathan is? Notice that the third monkey is holding the same piece of gold as the one Rachel found at the antique store? This guy must have access to the treasure, so he must be Jonathan. Rachel and Jeremy tried taking Jonathan with them, but he refused to even move. How do you think they can convince Jonathan to come with them? Luckily, there's banana trees around, so they should just give him a banana to gain his trust. Jeremy wanted to climb one of the banana trees to pick a banana, but they were all very tall, and it seemed impossible to climb any of them. However, Rachel suddenly burst with excitement after seeing something that would help Jeremy. What did Rachel see? Take a closer look at the trees. One of them has an old rope ladder attached to it. Jeremy can climb up there to get a banana. After Jeremy had picked a banana, Jonathan the monkey got down from the tree to get it. While he was eating his banana, Rachel and Jeremy felt hungry and decided to take a break to eat something too. However, when they reached for the food in their bags, everything was gone. Can you guess what happened? Did you notice something strange as Jeremy was climbing the tree? Let's rewind a bit to show you what happened. The monkeys were stealing all the food from Jeremy and Rachel's bags. Rachel and Jeremy had nothing else to eat other than the bananas off of the trees. 
But when Jeremy tried to climb up the rope ladder again, the rope broke. Now that they wouldn't be able to pick any bananas, they had to find something else to eat. They walked around and came across a waterfall. Rachel suggested that they catch some fish. Jeremy then caught three different fish, but only one of them was safe to eat. Can you tell which one? They should eat the first fish because the second fish has spikes on it, so it's not suitable to eat. The third fish isn't real. It's electronic. It has small cameras instead of eyes. They fell asleep after eating, trying to figure out where the electronic fish came from. The next morning, when Jeremy woke up, he realized that Rachel was gone. Then they heard a man's voice. Jeremy couldn't figure out where it was coming from, but Jonathan the monkey pointed to the electronic fish. The voice said, I have your friend. Answer this riddle of mine if you want to see your friend again. There's a one-story house in which everything is green. Green walls, green doors, green furniture. What color are the stairs? Since it's only a one-story house, there aren't any stairs in it. Suddenly, the waterfall stopped flowing and the cave appeared behind it. The voice said, Enter! Inside, an evil scientist was waiting for Jeremy. He said that he was going to give him a chance to save his friend. He took Jeremy to a water tank with three different creatures in it. The scientist said, One of these creatures is Rachel, but the other two are not human at all. I will free your friend if you can guess correctly which one she is. Take a closer look at the second creature. There are definitely human legs covered with seaweed. That must be Rachel. The evil scientist set Rachel free, but didn't let them leave the cave just yet. He showed them three gates. If they choose the right one, they'll be free to go. Behind the first gate, hundreds of poisonous snakes are waiting. Behind the second gate, there is a vicious vampire. Behind the third gate, there is a pack of hungry wolves. Which door should they choose? They should choose the second door. It's morning outside. The sun is shining bright and vampires can't survive the sun. After Rachel, Jeremy, and Jonathan got free, they got back on the trail following the map and arrived at the side of a cliff. There were three different bridges in front of them from which they could walk across to the other side. Which bridge should they choose? The wooden bridge looks very old. It won't be able to hold their weight. Even though the metal bridge looks sturdy, it's very narrow and it has no railings. They might lose their balance and fall. So, they should choose the glass bridge. As they continued their journey, they walked into a swamp without noticing and they got stuck in it. There were three ropes hanging from a tree with which they could pull themselves out. Which rope should they choose?
The first and the third rope are no ropes at all. One of them is a snake and the other is a tiger's tail, so they should choose the second rope. After they saved themselves from the swamp, they were finally able to make it to the last destination that was marked on the map. There was a trap door in the ground. They had to go through it, but it was locked with a five-letter combination padlock. However, Captain Benedict left a clue on how to unlock it in his notes, and the clue was 3, 8, 5, 19, 20. What do you think it means? Each number represents its respective letter in the alphabet. The third letter of the alphabet is C. The eighth letter is H. The fifth letter is E. The nineteenth letter is S. And the twentieth letter is T. So the passcode is the word CHEST. Once they opened the door, they saw a staircase leading to an underground room. When they entered it, they found three different chests. Only one of them holds the treasure. Which one is it? Can you see the ants coming in and out of the first chest carrying small pieces of food? And a sticky, slime-like substance is oozing from the third chest. It must be filled with whatever that is. But there is a golden reflection coming from the second chest. That can only mean the gold is in there. They left the room with the treasure chest. However, the chest was locked, and the map didn't have any more notes or directions on it. Jonathan started pulling Rachel's shirt as if he wanted to say something. Then, she remembered Captain Benedict's previous note. My friend Jonathan the monkey knows where I hid the key. So she and Jeremy started following Jonathan. They arrived at a beautiful garden with three statues. Each statue was holding a key. And only one of them would open the treasure chest. Which one should they choose? Take a closer look at the treasure chest. The lock of the chest has a little emerald on it. The first key has a ruby on it. The second key is decorated with an amethyst. And the third key has an emerald on it. Since it matches the lock, this must be the key they should choose.